This is Trav Johnson with the Access the Story podcast, discovering more about faith formation, culture, and the story of God. You can follow us at accessthestory.com or you can follow me at travjohnson.com. There's nothing token about schoolies. It's mm. a it's hard work. It's mm. they're long nights, um, but it's and it's a real need. But it makes a real difference, mm. and it has changed the narrative of what schoolies is in our town, mm. and that's been done by followers of Jesus. And so I get to tell that story, and uh, and for the people that I talk to who are not followers of Jesus or not connected with church, they go, wow. In today's conversation, Riley Smith gives us a unique perspective on the impact of our local schoolies chaplaincy program, the Green Team. Both Riley and I naturally settled in to tell the story of the Green Team as we grappled with the question, how do we bring credibility to the gospel story in a culture that sees the church as irrelevant? So I have Riley here again with me. One of the things I asked Riley was something he's passionate about that he'd really love to talk about, uh, and he's given us a subject, giving the gospel credibility. Now, hi, Riley. Trav, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Good. Um, now, the question I have for you is uh, kind of a, a question that maybe an old person would ask, which mm. is not unlike me, I suppose, because <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was just going to say, what are you saying about yourself? <laughs> That's right. Um, but uh, so uh, the, the phrase you've used is giving the gospel credibility. So here's a message, a story of good news of who Jesus is and and uh, and how he fits into the, you know, the greatest scheme of God's story mm. um, that's been around really you know, for 2,000 years. Who are you to say that it needs to be given credibility, Riley? Mm. Hard-hitting question right off the bat there. <laughs> Probably the answer has to be no one. I am no one <laughs> to, to give the gospel credibility. And I'd probably answer by saying, actually, the gospel does have credibility. Mm. Uh, it just, um, you know, the gospel is the gospel. It's, it's true. Mm. Um, there's, there's an objectivity to it. Um, the, uh, the thing that I think about a lot, though, is our Western culture uh, and uh, there's a sense that in our world, uh, the the phrase "you believe what you want, I'll believe what I want," okay, it's yeah. good for you, it's good for me. Yeah. Let's all be friends and go home. Yeah. Um, that idea of you um, you can believe whatever you want as long as it doesn't impact me, and I'll believe whatever I want as long as it doesn't impact you or society negatively. Yeah. Um, what I'm passionate about is actually moving beyond that. And, and pushing past that and going, well, hang on, this is not just something nice that I believe. There's um, there's a, an inherent credibility yeah. to it. It's um, it's it's not just a belief system. There's a um, there's a truth to it yeah. um, that is uh, and, a, and a rightness to it that that I think uh, we all need to know and understand. Um, so, so that would probably be the what I, the the angle that I was coming from with uh, a credibility to it, um, and, and and there's a sense where we live in, in, a, in a like a post Christian context mm. uh, where uh, in some quarters of the reality is that the 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 people of God the, the those of us who uh, are responsible for carrying this this story mm. uh, often we don't have credibility in mm. our in our culture. Uh, as well, and so there's a there's a challenge there for us. Would would you agree with that? Yeah, I think so. And and so uh, for me, uh, what I love thinking about and exploring and and trying to do is uh, living as, as a follower of Jesus. 
that you know in such a way that demonstrates to those who are not following Jesus uh, that there's a, a reality and a goodness and a beauty to uh, to this. This is um, uh, yeah the yeah, there's a goodness to it uh, and a rightness and, yep. and, and it's true. So, um, yeah, um, matching matching word and deed, I guess, in, in some a, sense as well. There's a, tangible, there's a tangible example of that that you've just come off the back of mm. and so part of your journey has been involved with uh, the, the green team here mm. in Victor Harbour. So every school is uh, a bunch of volunteers, over 500 volunteers mm. from different churches come down and serve, uh, serve yeah, I guess, school leavers. Yeah. Uh, and, so, and it's been, a, from my perspective, it's been a really powerful mm. uh, demonstration of love and service to a community and to a, a, you know, a, a, a generation of students each year. Yes. Um, tell us something about that. What's your experience been of that and in what way does that intersect with this uh, subject? Yeah, I think it, um, I think it epitomises the subject for me uh, and uh probably for me in a more um, personal way than any uh, other volunteer that comes from Adelaide to, to Victor Harbour because yeah. I, I live here. You live here, yeah. Uh, and this is my own backyard. Yeah. And so this event happens every year. And, and I haven't been here forever, but the story has been that the, the schoolies was a disaster zone mm. um, before uh, the green team was even thought of. Teenagers mm. would just come down here and there were house parties that yep. were unorganised, unsupervised, would expand into hundreds of people. There'd be chaos, destruction. Yep. Uh, and the town um, either shut down, people shut down or, or left and mm. just thought, I just don't want to be around. This yeah. is this is nasty. Yeah. Um, and so the story of, of the green team is that uh, there, there was a crew, uh, I think, uh, at university at the time, mm. just seeing that there's a need here. How can we how can we be part of that? And it started really small. People just coming down and saying, "How can we serve? How can we love and uh, and also make a difference?" Yeah. Um, and they did did that in the name of Jesus, yeah. um, motivated by God's love for them yeah. to do that for the, for the green team. And so what's happened is it's it's grown. Uh, this was our the twentieth. I say hour. I'm not even a part of Encounter Youth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was. Uh, uh, it was so. Encounter Youth is the organisation that, that that runs Green Team. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and puts on the Schoolies Festival down yeah. here as well, which yeah. is unique. Yes. Um, so and and I, I think that's significant mm. that uh, there are other Schoolies events around the around the country. Mm. Uh, from what I understand, the uniqueness of this Schoolies event is the uh, Christian organisation actually runs the the, the party that's uh, as as well as the chaplaincy kind of arm to it. Yeah, is that a fair reflection? Yeah, yeah, that's right, and. Uh, and that is the response of, um, you know, the criticism is, oh, you're, you're um, encouraging this drunkenness sure. and this yep. um, behaviour and all this kind of stuff. But actually what it is is providing a safe, supervised, um, well-managed yep. event uh, with buses and um, volunteers and water and food and all this kind of stuff mm. so that uh, as a response to what was already happening, yeah, yeah. which was pure chaos. Yeah. And so we, now we have this really well-run, well-oiled machine, which yeah. is the School East Festival and the Encounter East Green Team yeah. um, that put on this festival, which is so much better than what it was. So you are on the ground here in Victor Harbour. Mm. You're a resident mm. and uh, you're you're one of the churches here locally. Mm. How important is that 
to you. And I know our subject isn't, you know, it isn't, you know, green team and mm-hmm. schoolies and everything, but but it is connected to what we're talking about. So I'm interested in hearing from you what's important to you when mm-hmm. everybody goes and mm-hmm. the, the place is hopefully being cleaned up. Yeah. You know, what's, it, what's it look like for you on the ground? Yeah. Uh, well, the place is cleaned up by about 1 p.m. on the Monday yeah, after wow. the event. It's unreal. Yeah. Um, but uh, the the two weeks either side of schoolies is a really great time to be a pastor on the South Coast, I mm. think, because uh, everyone's talking about, oh, it's schoolies this weekend, and I get to say, hey, have you heard of the Green Team? Mm. Um, and most people by now have, mm. uh, and most people love what they do. They love that they're riding the buses, that they're present everywhere, that they're keeping people safe, that they're connected with the emergency services in yeah. case there's any uh, needs or anything like that. Um, and they say uh, things like, um, before the green team, this festival was a total nightmare. Yeah. Now, because of them, um, it's great and we barely notice it. Or we hear pumping music overnight, but that's about it. It's okay. It's three nights yeah. <laughs> a year. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and, then, uh, and then the week after, I just keep telling that story. Because yeah. everyone asks, how's your week, weekend been? Yeah. Uh, well, I just did this great event and yes. this is the story uh, and what i love about that is that it's um 500 or however many young adults who have been um transformed by jesus personally mm. uh motivated to serve uh, volunteer in fact pay to volunteer um to uh make a difference uh where there is a real need Mm. um and so there's nothing token about schoolies it's Mm. a it's hard work it's Mm. they're long nights um but it's and it's a real need but it makes a real difference Mm. and it has changed the narrative of what schoolies is in our town Mm. and that's been done by followers of jesus and so i get to tell that story and uh and for the people that i talk to who are not followers of Jesus or not connected with church, they go, wow, that's so great. The long weekend calls out to us. Busy roads, barbecues, speedboats, sunscreen. The story we're living seems so far removed from the story this weekend commemorates. We know the challenge in schools, churches, or even on the family getaway. Unless we create the opportunity to gather around it, the power of the Easter story is swallowed up by the four-day weekend. That's why we've developed Crushed, an interactive story pack that will enable your group to experience the story afresh. Over 45 minutes, you will journey your group through the five scenes provided and then see how the Easter story might shape your long weekend. Go to accessastory.com, click on the banner, and we'll send you this free story pack. That's accessastory.com. Back to Riley as he unpacks the tension and outcomes of the schoolies event. So in what way does this give the gospel credibility? Uh, it's um, people uh, loving and serving a community uh, and, and vulnerable as well, I think. Uh, so the community is vulnerable to... Uh, sorry, the, the schoolies are vulnerable okay. as, yep. as teenagers, yep. 17, 18-year-olds yep. making um, decisions around celebration and how they do that and yep. drinking and this whole rite of passage through that. Yeah. Um, uh, serving in that way, uh, but also um, uh, making making a difference in uh, a whole community in terms of um, uh, bringing uh, goodness and and um, some wouldn't use the word beauty. I actually think what the green team does is beautiful. It's beautiful, um, yeah, that's great. Uh, across the weekend of yeah. schoolies. 
uh, and and the fact that it uh, it's set up on the Wednesday Thursday and it's gone by Monday and the, you barely notice it except yeah. a bit of dead grass on wall and reserve and you water it and it pops back up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's done by followers of Jesus because they love Jesus and they love people yeah. and uh, and they don't even realize it but by coming down here they're loving our town. Yeah. That's that's a big deal and um, for me I get to communicate it's the gospel that's motivated this. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a tangibility to this. It's not just a um, an intellectual faith or something that um, a, a worldview, yeah. but it translates into real action, serving a real need, making a real difference. Yeah. Is there pushback? Like, is there, I like to think in terms of, you know, whenever we're passionate about something and, mm. and so their subject, again, is you know, giving the gospel credibility. Mm. Here's an example mm. uh, with the green team and you're local on the ground. Mm. Um, whether it's internal or whether it's external from others, is there, like, is there a sense of resistance uh, that, that comes to mind or pushback regarding uh, this subject? Yeah, I think so. Um, maybe on one level around, uh, again, to use the schoolies example, there's, um, you know, should Christians be putting on this yeah, sure. big drunken festival? Yeah. Um, and uh, and I think the pushback comes from not fully understanding the story of what's yeah. actually taken place yeah. uh, and and the green team being a response as yeah. opposed to an initiative. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so there's some pushback there um maybe a bit of uh pushback in terms of uh the whole contextualize and compromise type okay. thing so uh it's um a very contextual way of serving to put on a green jumper yeah uh to go down to victor harbour and um you know and hang out and dance and and celebrate with your yep. 12s yep uh that won't work the next weekend wherever sure. you are. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so it's contextual. Um, and then the tension of uh, I'm doing this in the name of Jesus and motivated by Jesus um, and so want to be an ambassador for him yeah. while also being uh, real to the year 12s as they are, mm. which for some of them is pretty messy sometimes yeah. and yeah. Uh, and they're there to have a good time and a lot of them are trying alcohol for the first time yeah. and um, experimenting with a whole bunch of different stuff. Yeah. Um, so is there some compromise in that? Because we don't want to be judgmental of them, but we yeah. don't want to be affirming of stuff that maybe is going to be damaging for them as well. Yeah. So um, trying to walk that line. Walking that tension. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, but what about what about fruit then? What what are some of the outcomes? What's the what's an example maybe of uh, what you've seen is is where you look and you go, oh, this is this is really good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm seeing God at work here. I'm seeing a sense of kingdom, you know, God's God's reign in in the midst of this mess. Yeah. Uh, what, what, how would you respond to that? Yeah. Um, the uh, the sense that. Um, the the festival is is covered in green is a is a tangible representation of um of God yeah <laughs> because we all uh, carry the presence of God with us so you look across the festival of all these thousand kids and there's green everywhere you think mm. wow Jesus is present in mm. these people mm. um, and uh, uh, and not only that um, by night two and three the school is cotton on to who is green team and what they're on about and they they are all Christians. And so 
for some of them, actually for a lot of them, it's this transitional phase of their life where they're reflecting back on all their school years, but they're also looking forward to the years ahead and there's so much unknown. Um, the, the routine of school um, and their friends all being at the same spot is about to be blown open with uni and work and mm. um, their life is about to just open up before them. And so for a lot of them, there's a lot of unknown uncertainty, um, fair bit of anxiety around what is next year. And, and they're having those conversations with us yeah. um, at schoolies. Yeah. Uh, and, and, they, and they lead to faith conversations yeah. um, because it's all linked around this whole idea of purpose and meaning and what yeah. am I going to do with my life? Yeah. And we are situated perfectly um, to, uh, A, be present to them in their wondering and questioning yeah. about the next year, but also to share something about yeah. um, what motivates us, but also who Jesus is. Yeah. Um, and I was uh, I was running a bus stop over schoolies, uh, which is compared to what some people get to do a relatively tedious job. Mm-hmm. The bus comes in, I mark it off on the sheet. The next bus comes in, I mark it off on yep. the sheet. But even I got to talk with someone who walked past and said, "Hey, you got, you schoolies are uh, you green team are amazing." And I simply had to say, "Do you know why we do it?" And they mm-hmm. said, "Tell me." And away you go. Wow. And I'm like, wow. Um, so, uh, yeah, straight to John three sixteen, yeah. Um, and, uh, and, you know, she, this girl, um, just gives me this massive hug and yeah. said, thanks for the verse. And I'm like, well, I'm not allowed to hug you guys. Like <laughs> we're not meant to touch it. She's like, oh yeah, sorry. But sorry about that. I knew that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's happening times 500 yeah. across the whole festival. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's this beautiful combination of deed and service that yeah. makes a real difference yeah. but then also the spoken word yeah. uh, and, and evangelism that's that's able to take place yeah. um, which is really, really, I think that's where the beauty is. Yeah. The long weekend calls out to us busy roads, barbecues, speedboats, sunscreen the story we're living seems so far removed from the story this weekend commemorates. And we know the challenge in schools, churches, or even on the family getaway. Unless we create the opportunity to gather around it, the power of the Easter story is swallowed up by the four-day weekend. That's why we've developed Crushed, an interactive story pack that will enable your group to experience the story afresh. Over 45 minutes, you will journey your group through the five scenes provided and then see how the Easter story might shape your long weekend. Go to accessastory.com, click on the banner, and we'll send you this free story pack. That's accessastory.com. Back to our conversation as we explore what we can learn from the example of the green team. So we've, we've started with this, this question of, you know, this idea of making the, the gospel credible and mm-hmm. we've debunked that from a conceptual point of view, but yeah. we've also recognised that sort of some cultural elements mm-hmm. that actually push us, uh, put us on the back foot mm-hmm. as far as the, this, this story of, uh, of good news mm-hmm. of who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked about the green team as this a really um, a tangible example yeah. of, uh, you know, um, not only, not only, uh, I guess, uh, good, um, uh, I don't know, there's a, there's a reputation that's been built mm. with the community, but mm. there's also genuine engagement uh, with spiritual conversations mm. in amongst service um, for mm. a schoolies festival weekend. Yeah. So that's a really tangible example of what we're, what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, my question to you mm. uh, is uh, not everyone is involved in schoolies every weekend yeah. of the of the year uh, and yet we're still in this space where we, we long to 
um, I guess, find opportunities or make opportunities happen where mm-hmm. uh, the good news of who Jesus is mm-hmm. and what he's accomplished for us intersects with where our culture's mm-hmm. at. Uh, and so for you know the average person who's a follower of Jesus who's looking for that kind of that those kinds of spaces mm. you know how do we land this what does implementation look like in a you know a local context yeah it's um yeah it it's really contextual I'm schoolies sorry for, for me. That question. Nah, that's a, it's a good question. And and schoolies is really contextual for us because not every city has a, yeah. an event like that that comes yeah. to their town or a story that they can tell. Yeah. So I, I recognize the the privilege of that and the blessing of that. Um, I think it's uh, it's Michael Frost who talks about surprising behavior. Mm. Um, he's written his book Surprise the World, uh, mm. which it talks about habits that draw people to question. Why do you do what you do? Yeah. Um, and, you know, the idea of always be ready to give an answer for the hope that you have in, in yep. Jesus. And I think that's what schoolies epitomizes is this surprising behavior by Christians that they would pay, that they would come away for the weekend, that they'd stay up all night, that they'd hold people's hair while they vomit, that they'd mm. clean buses, that they'd pick up rubbish. All of that is not normal. Yeah. <laughs> and so it causes people to question and then away you go, you have these faith conversations. So I think for uh, for me in the everyday life, I'm, um, and, and I don't want to just rest on the schoolies no. story. Yeah, exactly. uh, I want this to be a part of my story as well, uh, to constantly be reflecting what in my life is uh, is surprising or, or unusual to other people um, that would cause them to go, why, why do you do what you do? Yeah. Why do you do that? And... Um, uh, and my wife's really good at that. She runs our play group mm-hmm. um, down here. And, and for her, um, you know, she uh, don't tell the kids, but she couldn't really care less about the activities they do. Yeah. The goal for her is the connecting with the mums yeah. um, while the kids have fun uh, and and hearing their stories and, oh, you're struggling, we'll get a meal to you. Oh, mm-hmm. let me write an encouraging note to you. And, and people aren't getting that in mm-hmm. our community. And so that kind of simple stuff, simple service from a heart of love mm. for them, they go, why do you do this? Mm. Um, or, oh, thanks, we've never had that. No one's cooked us a meal before. Yeah. And maybe sometimes in church world that's normal for yeah, us. Yeah, but yeah. but to do that for those who are not um, a part of the family of God is surprising. And then you have opportunities to speak yeah. um, that um so, so that, and then also um, just being um, captivated by the story of God yourself, mm. I think mm. is a big one, like mm. being so uh, moved and energized by uh, who God is and what he's done in our lives, um, that, that should move us to um, sort of have a level of excitement yeah. to, to share that with other people. And, and, and I've just been reflecting on that myself as well, because, uh, in our town, I just can't stop talking about schoolies. Mm. Uh, it is uh, for me, one of the greatest. And, that, and that's part of God's story. That's right. It yeah. is. It, yeah. And, and, uh, for, for me in my role and in this town, it's one of the greatest evangelistic tools I think that yeah. we have to, yeah. to say, look at this. It's all about Jesus. Yeah. Um, but, the question that I've been constantly asking myself is, uh, what else? What are the other things that I can mm. be uh, as excited to be talking about because of what Jesus is 
doing either in my life or in others around us that's yeah. making a real difference in yeah. people's lives yeah mm. i love that you, you, i love your response uh from the point of view of it's very tangible and practical the, the idea of asking what are the surprising behaviors mm. that uh, sometimes we take for granted but as as followers of jesus mm-hmm. are surprising in this world mm. and, and recognizing that there's opportunity to to be able to communicate those and, mm. and share those and uh, and to continue to be captivated by the story of god mm. that's that's really that's a helpful thought yeah absolutely thanks again riley hey no worries travel good evening You've been with Trav Johnson on the Access to Story podcast, discovering more about faith formation, culture, and the story of God. Remember, follow us on accessthestory.com, or you can catch up with me on travjohnson.com.